Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Ask Vince podcast, the show where gym owners like you go to get their burning questions answered by Mr. Ask Vince himself. That's your name now, Ask Vince, by the way. So I'm here with Mr. Ask Vince. And uh, before we get started, I'd just like to ask you, I've learned my manners, by the way. Please make sure you click the follow button so you never miss an episode. And in return for this juicy, valuable information, all we ask is that you leave a five-star rating on Apple, Spotify, wherever you're listening. Please. How's it going, Vince? Good. How are you doing today? That was uh, a little better. I, I kind of like, I'm, uh, I'm a little tired today. So in a weakened state, I tend to uh, not give you as much crap. So I'm just going to tell you great job. Even though it was kind of mediocre, I'm going to tell you great job. I heard great job. Um I'm just going to tell you a great job because I'm a little too tired to bust on you, bust your job. So that's so great job. That's what I thought I heard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I want to get right into it because I'll be honest with you. At the time of recording this, we are uh, knee deep in preparation for the Perform Better workshop. We are packing up the circus and bringing it all to Providence, Rhode Island. Um, the team hates when we do stuff like this because I, um, I, I like, I'm like, like to bring stuff. I like stuff. Right. And so, um, I want to bring every copy of my book to put on the table, right? Of your books, books, right? There's a lot of them. You'd be a crateful. And so, um, I just say things and then all of a sudden it just creates hours of work for people that get, you know, very upset with me that it's like, we need, you know, we're all out of this book. We'll order more. And then they got to go. <laughs> so it's been, a, but, but we are knee deep in prep. We're super excited. We got a really good crew coming at the time at the release of this podcast. Um, it will be very, too late to, to register, but uh, it's been uh, really cool uh, working with Perform Better to, to promote this workshop, and uh, we're super excited to put on a great event. So, Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, then let's get into the questions now that you've gotten your spiel out of the way. Well, it's not really a sales spiel, though, because, you know, they can't buy. By the yeah, they can't buy. Out, yeah. so. so there you go. All right. First question of this week is, what's a good rule of thumb for sales follow-up? I don't want to annoy my leads, but I don't want to lose them either. Yeah, it's uh, the, the words you got to know is that the fortune is in the follow up. And I think if you understand that you, if you can get this part of your business down, you're going to make a lot more money than if this was just kind of something that caused you stress and anxiety that you're bothering people. So I think you just kind of get got to get out of the way that, hey, there will be probably some people that you will annoy. You know, like I, I think that uh, I, I remember this recently. Some one of our guys, he and, and guys post stuff in our Facebook group all the time of like stuff that we teach them and then it happens in their business and they post it on social like it's this big revelation. Right. But one side he goes, like, I had. I, I, I sent two emails to somebody and they sent me this hate mail back saying, please stop following up with me. You're a, you know, slinging, you know, horse manure at me and like all, all kinds of like weird stuff, right? That he got like, they got two emails and they went all crazy. And then they got in like the same day, they got uh, someone, they had sent someone like four emails because they were farther along in the sequence. 
and they're like, oh my gosh, um, thank you so much for following up with me so many times. Uh, I'm such a procrastinator and I need someone like this in my life to help me keep me accountable. <laughs> it's just like, you're doing the same thing and, and, and you're, you're getting a totally different result. And so I think you just got to understand that if you are persistent with follow-up, there are some people that are not, aren't, aren't going to like that and they're going to get pissed off and they're going to unsubscribe or they're going to say, stop calling me and, and stuff like that. Um, but I, I think you just have to look at it as like, it, it is your duty to be consistent. Now, I, I think that they're, everyone's going to have their threshold of what they're willing to do, right? You know, I think that if I told a gym owner to call a lead 75 times in the first day that they opt in, that they're probably not going to do that, nor do I think you should do that, right? Um, you know what I'm saying? So everyone's got their, but there are best practices, right? And the best practices for follow-up is a lot of follow-up in the very beginning. Right. And without giving you an exact recipe, because it's not like the context of this podcast, um, just think like when they opt in, that is when they are at the peak of their interest, like the minute that they opt in. So the faster you can get to them, the better. I always tell the story of uh, I'm sitting on my front porch and um, a neighbor across the street has solar panels on his roof. And I'm just sitting on my front porch reading one morning and I look at the solar panels. I was like, yeah, let me check those out. And so I Google them and I find this like, you know, report on solar panels. And um, I opt in for the report. And I never thought anything else. I just, you know, opted in for the report, gave my name and email and phone number. And like six days later, I got a phone call from the solar panel guy. And I was just like, yeah, 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 like I was in the middle of something. And I'm, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not interested anymore. But there it was six days ago, I was really interested. And you weren't busy because you had just filled out their form. Exactly. So if he had called me that day, I would have been, it's a totally different environment that I was in. I just moved on, right? Um, and I think that Kennedy has a line. I think it, it, I might be butchering it. So it's like in, the, one day interested, the next day completely uninterested. Right. And, and you got to understand that that is some people like they're especially with fitness. Like think of like they get this wave of motivation and they're like, I feel like crap. Uh, I feel like crap and I'm going to do something about it. I'm not going to live like this anymore. And then the next day they're like, you know, totally back to where they were. Like it's, it's the human, you know, predicament is like the we swimming in a sea of emotion. Right. And so I think you just got to understand that, that that speed is really important. Like getting into them early is important. Um, and then being consistent after that, right? Being consistent with, with, with follow-up, how, how consistent you are, right, is in terms of is it every day for the first seven days? Like, again, everyone has their own threshold. Um, we teach a best practice in the six-week new client search program. We have a whole chart and graph that we give people um, in the search uh, that is almost like a calendar that we find is like a good balance. It's like no one like is like, oh, man, I feel like a, an asshole doing this. Um, and it tends to work really, really well. So I think that's the answer to the question, right? It, 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 you you got to understand that when someone opts in for something, they want it at that moment. And the faster you can get to them, the better. And then the fortune is in the follow-up. So the more consistent you can be after that, uh, the better as well. Great. Yeah, these people, you got to remember too, they, like you said, they're opting in. They are asking you 
to hit them up with messages. As long as you're not hitting them up 75 times in the first day with phone calls, they'll let you know when they're no longer interested. And they'll do it either very kindly or they'll call you names and say words that you can't say on podcasts. <laughs> did I say a word I can't say? Oh, I did say asshole. Did you? Yeah. Oh, you're going to get shut down now. Oh, well. Now you have to change it to explicit. Right. <laughs> you get that cool label in the Adult corner. mature. You'll get, you get the parental guidance. Adult mature language. <laughs> so, on to the next question. We're considering advertising in the local business directory, which is delivered to every address in our gym city. It goes out one time a year, but could establish a relationship with the publisher who handles many other circulations in the area. What are your thoughts? Um, all right. So this is what people got to understand is that there's no possible way I could tell them to either do it or not do it. The reality of the situation is I don't know. Okay. I don't know the publication. I don't know the circulation. I don't know the relationship with the reader in that publication. There, there's so much that I don't know. So it's very hard for me to give advice for that question. But here's the, the couple things to understand. The first thing you got to understand is does your market um, read that publication? That's the number one thing you got to understand first. So the, the old story of when I started advertising in the newspaper two years ago, this local newspaper, the story was I moved to my new house in December of 2020. Great time to move, huh? It's actually a really good time to move because my interest rate is ridiculous. Um, but it was a really good, good time to move. Um, and um, I, 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 we got some mail and we got this like old school newspaper. And I'm like, oh my God, I haven't seen one of these in a while. Right, old school, and it was delivered right to the mailbox. It wasn't delivered um, like on the street. Like it was really small too. It was like almost like it was like a ten-page newspaper, right? But it was that black and white, like almost nostalgic type of newspaper. And I'm like, man, I like. I wonder if anyone reads this thing. And um, I took a picture of it and I posted um, a picture of it in the private Facebook group for my gym. And I asked the question. I was like, does anyone read this? And they're all like, yeah, cover to cover. I read that every month. It comes out monthly. I read that every month, every month. I was like, that's interesting. If my market is reading the newspaper, well, then if I can just use good marketing principles, then it might be a good decision to, keyword Matt, test it. Test it and see. And so that's what I did. I tested it and I put an ad in the newspaper. And I tracked the progress of it via, I, 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 I don't know if we were using QR codes at that time. I don't think we were. I think we were using a landing page, but I created a specific landing page for the newspaper so I could track and see what the results were, how many people opt, um, uh, put that URL in, and then how many people converted from the page. And then all of a sudden I said, okay, this was a good investment because I saw how many people we got. I saw how many people signed up. I saw how much I paid for the newspaper. And I was just like, okay, I'm going to keep doing this. And I kept doing it. And we're still doing it. As we speak, and you just very well. Legitimately, as we speak, before this call, I asked Matt, hey, how did our 
May newspaper, um, and this newspaper gets released like a few days before the month starts. So the May issue gets released like the last few days in April. So the, the, the newspapers hit yesterday. And I asked Matt, I was like, how did we do? Right? And he said, one of our newspaper ads got 20 scans of a QR code and five opt-ins through the landing page. So that's a 25% conversion. Now, this is the first day, right? Now, every we do it in multiple towns, so they all get it at different times. So probably only one town has gotten it. And that's 20 scans and five opt-ins. Um, that's a 25% conversion rate from a freaking newspaper. So the, 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 the real answer to this question um, is to test it and to see. And when I like to test, I like to test with the best. And if you listen to any of Gary Halbert's stuff, he would always talk about the back cover. The, the front cover is always ideal. Um, front cover of a magazine, um, front page of the newspaper, that kind of stuff. Uh, sometimes you can't get it. Uh, and if you can't get it, what you do is you do the back cover. So I always like to test with you the front cover or the back cover. And now what you got to understand is it's risky because it's the most amount of money. But a lot of times people will test with like, oh, I'm going to try a quarter page business card. And just like, like and that, that's not going to do anything anytime. If you really want to test it and see if it's going to work, try and make a bigger investment in it. Again, pending your market reads that publication. You got to test that out first. You got to find that out. Does your market read that publication? And you can do that through asking people in your community. Do you get this in your mailbox? Do you see this? Do you listen? Do you, do you respect this publication? Do you uh, read this? Um, and if they do, then you can test it. And you can test with either a back cover, a front cover, um, no less than a full page ad in print. No less than a full page ad. Um, and you know, the reason being I've tested it and the only thing that's worked well, you know, you know, what works better than uh, a full page ad, Matt, two full page ads, <laughs> two full page ads, which is what I do. And every time I do it, every time I, I get cheap and do a one page ad, it doesn't work nearly as well as two full page ads. Well, where's your attention going to get for the first ad, the second ad? What was that? What did you say? Where's your attention go when you get bored of that first ad? Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. The second well, ad. And I do, I do like a, like a two-page spread. So if you like, we do, we're running it for our grit sports performance and we have like a two-page spread. It's like yeah. massive. You can't, you can't ignore it. It's just like, oh my God, like, wow, this is like impressive. Um, and you know, when you capture attention, you're going to get, you know, options. You're going to get scared. So that's the answer to that question. I think these people have to test it, see if it works, but test it with, uh, uh, knowing that their market is there and test it with, you know, potentially a bigger investment on the front end. Um, and here's, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And you didn't waste a, a ton of time. You wasted some money, right? But it's not a waste because you tested it and you figure out what doesn't work, right? Um, but the one thing is, if they are going to do print, you have to follow direct response principles. You have to follow direct response principles. And if you want to, um, I have posted a lot of the newspaper ads and print ads and all the things that I've done that have worked really well into my new client academy program. So if you join new client academy, you can um, get access to the exact ads that I use for my gym if you're interested in dabbling in print type stuff. Um, and they would just go to newclientacademy.com and sign up for a $1 trial and they could get 
their eyeballs on all that stuff. All right. So question number three, our final question for this week. Where do you find great hires? All right. So um, one of our members is a, is a wonderful gentleman by the name of Dr. Benquist. And he, he's got a gym in Wisconsin. He's a phenomenal guy, phenomenal business owner. And um, he took a concept that I created called the marketing glove, which I think most people know. And he created what's called the hiring tentapus. Right? And I actually had him create like a whole like, graphic designed it. And it's like an octopus. And it's uh, 10 different um, places to find trainers. Now, Ben has a large uh, big box gym and several locations of small group training. And he's always hiring because he's got such a big business. He's always hiring. And so he needed something like this, that many different options to be able to do it. And so he created this hiring tentapus, which is 10 ways um, to, to do it. Um, that report is, is something we put in the SPF mastermind, but I'll give you a, a couple of the ones. I have it in front of me here, um, but I'll give you a couple ones that he uh, talks about in this. The first one is obviously, it, it's obvious, obviously obvious. Um, and, uh, you know, going to the Indeeds, the ZipRecruiters, uh, LinkedIn, Jazz HR, um, Simply Hired, um, all those different sites where you can put, post an ad and put on that. And again, that's like kind of like a pay-to-play uh, thing. Um, and I think if you're serious about recruiting trainers, that's got to be, you know, something that it's kind of like why you should run Facebook ads. Right? Because you, sh you run a Facebook ad because it doesn't take a lot of work to put the Facebook ad up and all of a sudden it's working all the time. You know, versus like some of the other stuff to do is a little bit, you know, like you could go poach a trainer at another gym. But that takes a lot of your time and effort, you know, to do it versus writing an ad once and then having it up on, you know, a site and then all of a sudden it's churning while you're sleeping. So I think that that's, that's one. It's like you, you got to invest and spend some money on it. It's like, you know, it's one of the most important things in your business, right? If you think about it, it's one of the most important things in your business. Like, why wouldn't you spend more money on it um, through, um, you know, using these services? Um, the second one is interesting. He, he put in uh, offer a bounty for a referral that converts into a new hire. Um, so he goes to his team and he basically says, hey, I'm going to give you um, X number of dollars. I don't know what the actual dollar amount is that he gives. Uh, oh, actually, it's in here. It's uh, he gives a a hundred to five hundred dollars. I don't know what constitutes a hundred versus five hundred, but that's what he does. He goes either a hundred to five hundred dollars, um, and he gives them. He calls it a bounty, <laughs> which is interesting, right? Uh, so if someone um, refers, um, if someone on their team refers someone to become a new trainer they get paid. We just did this recently at Kiss Marketing. We went to our Kiss Marketing team and we said to the team, like, we need to fill this position. Do you guys know anybody? And one of our team members um, went out and found somebody and we hired them. And it's like working out amazing. 
And it's just like, oh, that was awesome. Like, we didn't have to do anything. We didn't have to pay a recruiter. We didn't do anything. We just, like, had one of our team members do it for us. It was amazing. Um, so the second thing you could do is offer, like, some type of, as Ben calls it, a bounty uh, for a referral that, that converts uh, into new, new hire. Um, his fifth one, his tentacle number five, is write a better job ad copy, right? And I do think that a lot of times people put these very like lukewarm job ads up for a trainer and it's just like oh we will pay you $20 an hour to be a trainer and it's just like that's like you know versus like people want to like be inspired by a job ad like people should like respond to a job ad be like oh man I want to work at that place like that place seems really cool and and really good and fun and exciting and there's stuff going on and I think a lot of people put job ads up and it's just it's just like they're like vanilla and plain and they're attracting boring people because they have boring ads. Well, it goes back to the, in one of the more recent episodes, we talked about culture and building culture in the gym and how it's from the leadership down. And that includes inspiring prospects. That's right. If you can't inspire your prospects, how are you going to inspire your coaches? That's right. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, and technical number six uh, was uh, speaking at local colleges and universities. Right, going out and doing speaking engagements and then making connections with fitness professionals that, hey, are going to be uh, in your field in a couple months, a couple years' time um, and creating relationships. And you could build a list through that, too. I used to do that all the time. I would speak at Rutgers University, and I would go to Rutgers. Did you go to Rutgers? No. No, you didn't go to Rutgers. Um, but uh, go to Rutgers, and I would speak, and I would you know speak in front of 40 kids, and I would get their email addresses, and then when we had openings, we would send them emails and stuff like that. So... Um, you leverage, leveraging your local colleges and universities. Those are three of the tentacles in Ben, Dr. Ben Quist's tentapus uh, uh, of hiring. If you want the other seven, you got to join the SPF Mastermind to get it because it's a proprietary document uh, for that as well. Or they can wait for the next <laughs> hiring question. You'll get another three. Yeah, there you, you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, that's it's hard it. though. You got to work for it if you don't want to pay for the mastermind. But big shout out to Dr. Ben Quist for creating that that PDF. It's a really really cool, um, really cool document. All right. Well, that was three questions for the week. So that about wraps it up for this episode. We'll see you next week, guys. Thanks, Matt. Thank you. What's up, guys? Thanks so much for listening. Do me a favor and go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. This way you'll get notified when we get new episodes come out. And if you really, really loved it, I'd truly appreciate it if you left us a five-star rating. So thanks so much. If you're looking for more free stuff uh, from me, head over to vincesfreebook.com. You'll get a free copy of my marketing book. And just head over to vincesfreebook.com and I'll send you a copy. Thanks.